Yeah, it is. Super easy. I feel like that's an incorrect statement, and I think you're belittling what I do. I don't, I don't think you do anything. I'm a bad person right now. What? Um, and I don't appreciate it. Did you get all your homework done? Yeah. I'm a straight-A student. I'm I'm pretty excited about this one. Are you? I was surprised in how much, like, seems like it has a uh, similar tone. Yes, I saw that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Noises and stuff. <laughs> um, so while I spread this link amongst the internets, is there anything you want to talk about? Don't get that out um, me. What? Every fucking week? You think you'd have this link ready and shit? I, I try. This is, listen, one of these times we're going to roll into it and like we're going to have 50 people waiting for us and we're just going <laughs> to roll with it. Like, they're going to be like, oh, my God, Ox and Luke are here to save the day. And we're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, we are. And get ready to have your ear holes filled with the, our glorious musings. It's not where I thought you were going with that whole analogy. It was, it was very straddled, that line. I know yeah, you know where I wanted to take it. Yeah, it was on the tip of your tongue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, um, so we had the new episode of American Gods three, right? Yes. Uh, then we watched the old King Arthur and Keira Knightley. Um, if you didn't watch it, you're a fool because it's on Netflix. So. To watch Night Night Watch, which is on Netflix as well, and the new King Arthur with Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy fame. Is it fame really? I mean, those first couple seasons are really good. Kind of just loses all its momentum. Yeah, I'll agree which with that last kind part. Of a, which is kind of a big deal if you're a storyteller. Uh, not being able to close the deal is kind of bad news. Bad news for sure. Bad news bears. Real bad. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, what was it? La last week, right after we finished the podcast, uh, they announced a Hellboy reboot. So that's happening. How excited are you for it? Uh, I'm not really a fan. So... You so you're in the company where like if it's not Del Toro and Pearlman like you don't want a goddamn thing of it, right? Hang on, someone's mowing. Got to shut my goddamn window. Sons of bitches. Don't they know no, I, what I'm they're dealing not, with? I I really. They could have been like Del Toro and Pearlman are back, and I'm like I don't care. Like I Hellboy really what? wasn't ever my thing. You what? Yeah. Specifically loving. Hellboy, when we used to live together. I don't believe don't that. Don't you I've... own like three different versions of the first Hellboy? No, I own two versions. Yeah. And that See? happens. <laughs> I also own fucking something really bad I own. I own a lot of bad things. It doesn't mean I like it. I'm not disputing that. I know you have bad tastes. I. Um, okay, here you go. I own. Three different copies of the first Underworld movie. <laughs> I didn't even know they made two versions of the Underworld movie. There's the really? original. There's the original. There's a director's cut, and then I bought it on Blu-ray as well. Jeez. That is... That's something. I think the most thing that I own is probably... Yikes. Um, probably Romeo and Juliet. 
What? The DiCaprio one? Uh, I've never seen that movie all the way through. This is a classic. Yeah. It's, it, uh, <laughs> it, it follows word for word the dialogue from... So, uh, I just watched the movie instead of reading it in... Uh, and then love. So, how could you not like it? It's about fucking 13-year-olds. They don't know anything about love. First of all, they're driving cars, so they have to at least be 18. One, that's not how cars work. What are you talking about? Uh, it totally is. Why would they break those laws? You can get a driver's permit at 14. <laughs> they're not driving with their parents, though. They've got to Neither be 18 because they're parents. drinking... And smoking and going to parties and shit? You don't That's... understand how rules work. <laughs> mm, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm straightforward on this one. Uh, they had to be at you least... Said... I'm going to put them in the 21 age bracket. Yeah. That's just what the movie did. That's just... It's wrong. It was wrong. I'm done with this conversation. We're off the rails already. <laughs> We're not off the rails. Romeo and Juliet's a great goddamn movie. You got Leguizamo? Leo fucking nails his role? You got Michael from Lost who nails Mercutio? Have a speech? Top notch. Oh my god. We were talking about Hellboy, and now we're discussing Boz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet. You're, you are doing this to me. I want to make you love again. I feel I if you can embrace love again, you'll enjoy all these things we discuss. I enjoy lots of things. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, it happens. We're uh, going to get into it, I'm sure. Uh, uh, you upset about Doomsday Watchmen tie-in. How about that? That's a big pile of poop-poop. That's what that is. <laughs> I love... The discussion about uh, Watchmen being in the DCU last week was like, listen, everybody avoids it. We like the original stuff. We're not going to look at this new stuff. And as soon as they slap fucking Superman's logo on it, they're like, fuck yeah, I can't wait for this shit. And I'm like, yes. No. Here's the, here's what's exactly wrong with this. Watchmen, as a story, and as characters within it, is nothing more than a deconstruction of the superhero genre and all of its trappings. You can't take that and then put Superman in it. It defeats the fucking purpose. I absolutely didn't see that till right now, and that's perfect. I love that their uh, press announcement also took shots at Marvel for doing that. And it's clear that they're doing it for a cash grab. Well, that's, they did the same thing, what, four, three, four years ago when they did, like, the Before Watchmen series. And, I mean, I read them all because it's like, there's some really talented people behind these. And I was like, these are all god-awful and no one should ever go back to this work again. So, and now like, oh, yeah? Well, Dr. Manhattan and Superman are going to have a fist fight. And I was like, who wants that? Who fucking wants that? Is because it? one, guess what? Unless, unless Dr. Manhattan starts slapping DC characters with his big dick, there's no reason for this to happen. Uh, I hope he takes the form of a squid and fights Superman like that. Just slap. And just like, take that Superman. Fucking like, Comedian's gonna roll in and start raping Batman. Like, why these stories don't go together? It does not work. Um. Well, I mean, doesn't the the nod go to Doctor Manhattan? I think he wouldn't he be more powerful than Superman? Uh, it depends. Who knows how they're gonna write the fucking story? Doctor Manhattan will kill, and Superman won't. So. Bada bing. Let the story over. I I agree. I think it's uh, terrible and it shouldn't be touched. But, I mean, 
people love money and they'll try getting it any way they can, especially DC and Marvel. Um, 13 Reasons got renewed for Season 2, and they released some details, and it's kind of exactly what I didn't want it to happen. It'd be a real train wreck. And isn't that exactly what I told you they were going to do? And you're like, no, they're going to do something different. No, I had high hopes for them because they did something awesome, and I was just hoping they could keep with that momentum. Uh, and, like, the detail, the first details of the press release was, like, as we were wrapping on season one, I was like, well, that means you never had it written. And this is as far as you wanted. And they're like, we're going to come up, we're going to bring some zany analog uh, electronics from the past. And it's like, nobody nobody wants that shit. Yeah, they do. I, I saw somebody asking about, nope. Nope. <laughs> I saw somebody asking about cassette t uh, players. Earlier this week, and I shut him down. Nobody needs that shitty technology. No, I hope, I 100% hope she's just like, uh, I found a way to record myself onto Laserdisc, guys. Here's some shit to oh, watch. Oh, God. What if she, oh, fucking Christ. What if she gets that stupid uh, Talkboy video camera from Home Alone? <laughs> herself recording them. I hate it. I hate all of oh, it now. No. I realize now what it should have been. It, it just it should redone season they, one. They have those they have those video cameras that run on cassette tapes. What they should what they should have done was all of her tapes should have been in thirteen different Teddy Ruxpins. And so like it was a Teddy Ruxpin being like this is why I killed myself. The Teddy Ruxpin has correlating. Nope, I don't like. I don't like this path anymore. <laughs> uh, so going off, moving forward. Uh, also, Deadpool animated with uh, Daniel Glover. Pretty fun. Donald Glover. <laughs> uh, I literally just I I saw the headline and didn't do anything else with it because I hate That's... Deadpool. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot you hate love. Um, and then we have Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Got its trailer. Did you watch it? No. Have you watched? Have you seen Blade Runner? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to see it, so I definitely don't want anything ruined. I was just asking if you've seen Blade Runner because you're the motherfucker last week. Was like, I've never seen an alien movie, so I don't know about you. But you got a fair point. Seen Blade Runner? I don't know which version of like the 30 versions I've seen, but I know I've seen it. It's cool. I own them all, so. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. I mean, it's a good movie. Um, I think they, in the art world, they've tried getting AI to recreate pictures and, like, they're having minimal success. But I was like, fuck you guys. You guys are going to turn computers against us. I call them shitty. And you know how artists get, they get real whiny and emo-y, and then they're just going to turn on everybody. Yeah, and then they're going to draw religious they're images in the background of their comics. And... That's how it's going to get done. <laughs> um, so you want to get into American Gods? Uh, wait, sure, what do you think about episode three? Oh, wait a second. Guardians, you got to see it again. Do it. No, I don't. The movie is so much better than the first one. I've got notes. I. You got notes. I got, like, it's, when I was watching it again last week, I was like, "All right, there's little details that I think Luke kind of missed that I need to go back and see." The stakes are one. way higher than the first one. One, I guarantee you that I didn't miss anything, so you can go fuck yourself. Um, I'm not so true because when fucking uh, Gamora wants to take off and go after to save Star-Lord and fucking Rocket shoots her, he's like, I'm not losing two friends today. Like, come on. Oh, wait. You can't. I you, saw you got nothing that. Like that. Oh, fuck you. I didn't miss that. I did because okay. you hate love. 
I don't. I like the movie. I like it. And it says I mean, the first one. really love it more than the first one. And that's going to take a the second viewing. Definitely better. I agree. No. Uh, <laughs> you have the chain of events that leads to the end of the movie where he first learns about his mother, tries to and succeeds in taking down his biological father, and then his fucking real dad sacrifices himself to save his life. Come on. Tell me that's better than a Rowan... Rowan? Not true. Because that funeral scene is fucking heartwarming. Better than the first one. It's not. <laughs> now, back to the eagle fight... Think about them fighting Olmec from uh, fucking Little Hidden Temple. Now you're just making shit up. Now you're just making stuff I'm up. I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, just think about it. How awesome that shit is. That's not what I saw. I saw two yeah. giant rock people. See it again to watch that. It's all right here. I remember it. <laughs> and also, that means... Kurt Russell's movie history is canon for the Guardians of the World. Kurt Russell can eat a dick. You fuck straight off. That's not correct. Because Kurt Russell's a fucking man. And I'll not have you disrespect his name on our podcast. Can we change the name to Kurt Russell can suck a dick? Absolutely not. I I don't One. stand for that. So you One. watch out. I bet you we would get at least three times as many views. I'm not fine with it. I don't want those views. Yeah, you do. You're all about no, holding yourself out. For belittling Kurt Russell's mark on society. You know what? You know what's a great movie? Tango and Cash. Russell's cinematography history is a great. No, movie. I'm also lying. Tango Cash sucks. First of all, Tango Cash is phenomenal because you have Sylvester Stallone and they're playing off each other. Good cop, bad cop. Great fucking movie. It's that pure '80s that everybody needs in their life. Um, you know what? Guardians. You know what else? Is another good Kurt Russell movie? I don't know, because I can't think of any right now. Escape from New York? Phenomenal. Escape from New York. I'll end you. It's a big one. Big pile of trash. All right. It's a lot. I love Escape from New York. Exactly. I love that movie. Exactly. So let's get into American Gods then. Uh, also, American Gods got renewed for its second season, which... Especially after this episode. Like, this episode is just... Crap. I was not expecting such a huge episode. Chances that they took. Think of the episode. Um, again, I still love the show. It's great. Um, I think this is probably the test for most people on if they're going to stay with the show. Because... For most of it, you're not following the main characters, and it's very just kind of ponderous and goes all over the place. But that's what the book did well, so I really enjoyed it. And it's so also this is still very much following the uh, book. This episode, the whatnot. Yeah, th this episode was basically 100% the book. Okay, like it's almost dead on what the book did. So. Yeah, they're don't want to get free because it's a really fucking awesome episode. Um, I think we're gonna have to though. I'm cool with it. You can't spoil me. We're spoiling shit, so you've been warned. Um, there's a scene where uh, one that Sphinx cat in the first. Them. Um, the whole uh, Anubis. That mm -hmm. was the first god, right? Yeah. 
Um, that entire scene was, I mean, uh, they went out on the fire escape, and I was just blown away on how full scenery played out. Um, a choice gamer. I was a little weirded out that she still made him pick her working for an afterlife and you definitely don't want one. I think you better take that all of that. Um, uh, I think Anubis just fucking pointed. So, I mean, it's a luck of the draw out of five doors, I guess. Um, then you get back to Shadow Moon talking to one of the three sisters that watched, watched the moons, right? Uh, they they watch uh, the uh, oh the Odin's uh, Odin's radiation that yeah I think it's the Big Dipper but yeah that that's their story the Zora sisters in mythology is that like she said there's a bear chained up in the stars and they have to watch it at all times because if it gets loose it'll eat the world mm-hmm. um uh it was she gave. Shadow Moon, Moon, and action. So, was the lucky coin? I'm assuming, right? But I'm he wasn't assuming. Remember? But he betted him, swiped the coin. I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Uh, reference the coin anymore or I already missed that he wasn't supposed to swipe that certain coin uh, you cut out I barely caught any of that is it going to reference the lucky coin anymore I, I think it, considering it's shadow woman or shadow moon's woman is alive because of it I'm assuming uh, yeah, it'll, it'll come back up again, but in the end, it was just uh, Sweeney gave him the wrong coin. Like, Shadow didn't take it or anything, and he wasn't supposed to have it. Um, the moon coin was awesome. I think uh, double or nothing for um, Shadow Moon's head. Awesome. Um, he made a great point that he didn't think he could kill him with one swing. And, uh, fuck. Just being left fucking deep. Just win from one swing, and, and but still being alive. Yeah, and it, it plays into, like, you know, he played into the his fear that he wasn't strong enough anymore. But also, you know, what do you have to lose? Even if I win, you still get to bash my brains then. You still get one swing. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, they played both games back to back. There was not that break, but I think it plays better this way. Uh, I think it played into the theme of the whole episode, where Shadow Moon's starting to believe this world that he's now. Um, I think that once he got the Moon Coin, he started to believe in himself that he could actually win that game, and ended up winning it. Um. Cool. Just all of it was so good. And then uh, from the the checker game, you go to another... Is it another god narrative? Uh, I'm assuming because they did the somewhere in America, like... Yeah, because it jumped from uh, Wednesday being like, we're going to go rob a bank, to uh, the story of the, the gin in New York. Hmm. And the gin we saw last week uh, sitting at the coffee house with Wednesday, he saw his fire eyes, and there's a whole narrative scene, which is just literally the ballsiest thing Stars has put out as far as I know. Um, but I think they're first of the gate for taking that big chance, and I think they're going to get known for it. And like, that's going to be the big turnaround to if people are going to stick with it or not. Um, 
watching the after credit scene talking about uh, doing it exactly like Gaiman did. Impressive to the fact where they, I think they really do love the source material and want to stay as close to it as they possibly can. And I think that scene played out amazingly well. I mean, everything on this show has been so fucking great. Yeah, uh, the one thing I'll point out from there um, is you wouldn't have caught it because why would you know? Like you barely you remember you're like there was a guy with the fire eyes last episode or whatever. But uh, in last week's episode, when you see him leaving after he meets with Wednesday, he's wearing the blue suit that he stole from the guy he made love with. Awesome. Fucking awesome. So that's the whole thing. And then you get uh, them robbing the bank. Anything. Because it's perfect. Um, To where Shadow Moon starts talking about this world that he's in with at this point. And uh, they get talking about even it as much as they can. Um, doesn't that make it real? And I thought it was just a great. After all, everything else we watched, such a great narration point. I think each one of these showed this point where um, what is, what if you could be more in that, be presented itself to you. Yeah. Also, uh-huh. Wednesday's fear is the same as mine, and I never want to be forgot, so that's why I whore myself out for views. Yeah, fucking whore. But, uh, yeah, it, it's a really... It's a, it's a really narratively and thematic rich episode for something that doesn't... Not a lot actually happens in the episode, but uh, a lot of talk about belief and, you know, like he says something to Shadow along the lines of, Either you made the snow and you're living in this incredible world or you're delusional and it's everything shit. So why wouldn't you want to believe? You know, why are you not letting yourself believe these things? And it's just really interesting. It it is also very awesome because uh, even aside from these four that we watched, um, I watched the latest episode of Berserk and the latest Samurai Jack and they all had where everything led to this point so take the chips that you have and run with them because no one's going to do it for you and I think it's awesome that this whole episode dealt with beliefs because in Berserk there's a chapter that was omitted for the uh, US versions where it's when um, Griffith is becoming the demon lord, having a conversation with God, and it's this whole belief system where there's evil in the world, so there has to be evil in the world. And, like, to see kind of me and your worlds converging these different movies and such, especially with American Gods. Um, I think it's like our that we read prior uh, come crashing together and fit so well now that we're doing it. Yay! So, <laughs> oh, and plus that one dude gets a fucking... Sp- Spike through his face, right? <laughs> Final destination moment. I was like, "All right, Sweeney can finally just get on the road and just have a good time." I was fucking <laughs> brutal as fuck, man. Great episode, though. So, yeah, great episode. Uh, everyone's killing it, and I just want it all. I don't want to fucking. Next week, it's half over next week already. Fuck that. It's only eight episodes. It's only eight episodes. 
I hoping it was 10 because then we'd only be a third of the way through. Sucks, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also awesome because they're already renewed for the second season. So, yeah. Um, next one, you want to take on the old King Arthur? Uh, yeah, we can go to that one real quick if you want. I don't have much. Yes, to say. it's a bad movie. Uh, Damn it, I hate you. I just think it's a bad movie because it's fucking phenomenal. It is It is super boring. That movie is so boring. What do you want from the world? You tell me. Damn it. That movie's uh, fucking awesome. The only thing, like, I was, I was entertained for, like, five minutes because I was like, this is the Clive Owen Kieran Knightley movie. And then I was just like, I know everyone in this movie. I just didn't know who they were back when I first saw it. I was like, oh shit, Mads Mikkelsen's in this movie? And Hugh Dancy? Yeah. And fucking, uh, everyone's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, all of them being fucking badass and awesome. Nah, not really. And it's a great movie. Oh my god. You just... You can't be critical of anything. You're just like, it's great. Everything's great. I'm trying to think of what could, what I didn't like about the movie, and I can't think of anything. Listen. Okay, this is the like 11th episode. There's 11 hours of us talking about movies, and you love every single one. That's because I'm not picking anything that I moderately like. I wanted like the people to experience. Experience great stuff. At, at best, you were like, I'm really not sure how I felt about Upstream Color. That's the best I've gotten out of you. That's fair. That's fair. You just fucking love everything. Um, One, that movie is boring. That's Two, what? Were you reading while you were watching again? Yes, I was, because I was so bored. Fuck you. No. Take it all in. I just set your mind to something and just accept it and believe this that you're part of this world and immerse yourself. Ew. I I've seen the movie before. I saw this movie in theaters, okay? So I've given it its time before. It's it's not good. Isn't it's not great. I just think it, it does here it does exponentially well in movie it's only because it's it's what's going on rather than showing and at that point like I don't get experience that often enough and I really just am so fascinated by the story of King Arthur also want to be a king myself in the past so um the here's what that movie's biggest problem is and it's not that they tell you and don't show you it's that they tell you the barest minimum and expect you to care you know there's a part where uh, i absolutely care though no i, there's I would movie. ride on the battlefield with Lava. There is literally a point in that movie when they rescue Kira Knightley, and he's like, I'm King Arthur, and she's like, I'm Guinevere, and the fucking chords, you're supposed to know the love story between them. Not that there's anything there, just that in your head, you're supposed to know. That is shitty storytelling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you do, and it's awesome. And then, fucking, they're in the middle of battle, and Lancelot looks over, and he's all like, oh shit, Guinevere's in trouble, I gotta go save her. Because he's supposed to be in love with her, too. Because you're supposed to know that story, not because this movie shows you any of that. Uh, yeah, and you knowing those stories makes it even better. No, it means this one's being... It means this one's being real fucking lazy, and you know I'm right. I can see it on your face that you know I'm right. Listen, I am, but it's not making me disheartened in the movie at all because I do know those stories 
So it is a great film. Yes, because I love it. Okay. Uh, there's some trebuchets. Okay. That's pretty cool. The trebuchets are awesome. As soon as they rolled them up, I was like, let's fucking, let's get some fucking trebuchets. Can we get some trebuchets? Uh, and listen, all I'm going to say is I never need to see one more fucking scene of like a ceremony where people shoot flare, fl- flaming arrows. And I saw four this week. I never seen me see one again. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's fair. I swear, both of these King Arthur movies started with and ended with flaming arrows going into pyres or to do a celebration. I mean, yeah, because it's an awesome ritual and everybody should be doing it because it's that much more badass. (laughs) Okay, was there anything else you want to talk about King Arthur? Because literally my point is... My, my point is, there's a lot of people in that movie who've gone on to have better careers than Clive Owen and the dude who played Lancelot. And it's kind of cool to see them in it. And also, it's boring, and I don't care. And the biggest thing, just... the biggest thing that I remember about that movie was that they digitally altered Kira Knightley's cleavage in the poster. Uh, I appreciate you making a point of it. <laughs> Uh, so let's go on to Nightwatch, or do you want to do the other? Nah, let's do Nightwatch first. Nightwatch before? On what it was last week? Uh, yes. As soon as it started, um, pieces started falling back into place, and I remembered. Um, I I enjoy the story a whole hell of a lot. Um, like a very B movie. Also, when that fucking truck jumps the other car, uh, perfect scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> them making that truck way more badass than it was. I appreciated that little touch. Um, because it's just like what the, what the fuck ever they drive, and it's just him shooting out of a truck obviously makes it way faster. Yes, and it also just like it does flips and keeps going. It's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, I just I I really enjoyed the story. Um, immediately when they started talking about the others, that's when I was like, oh yeah, this is where it's all like the fable story, like uh, fairy tale, like creatures. Um, everybody's just different ones. Uh, he was a seer, right? Yeah, he, but, he had visions of the future. Yeah. Uh, when he picked up the picture of his son, I was like, oh, fuck, I remember. I, I immediately remembered the rest of the movie, and I was like, shit. Uh, I, I forgot about the, the climax where... Uh, and, like, when he was playing it through, and I was like, oh, shit, that's foretelling except they just gave it away what's going to happen five minutes later yeah but you didn't see it coming because you're like ah shit at least you didn't I remember not seeing it the first time and I was like oh shit but like this time I was like oh fuck that's definitely going to happen in five minutes (laughs) um I think it was a little wonky them tying two different stories together um, I think if they would have cut out the other part, they probably could have made these two movies into one great story. But that the two kind of really made it. I don't know. I just didn't like the other side. The stupid story where that lady cursed herself. Yeah, but that's... Uh... That's the portent that sets off the, the the end times that you know that the great other will come for. You know, like kind of tie into each other. Yeah, but it never happened. So I mean, yeah, it happened. There was no apocalypse. They staved it off no, because it she started. Hurt herself. 
the, yeah, the great of the event that made it? Well, that's the thing is like the dark one. They got the great, the the most powerful other of all time to join their side because of that. Because Anton would have never left the kid's apartment if that wasn't going on. And that's the only way the vampire got to her. And that led to him. Uh, I was disappointed we didn't get to see Bear. Bear. <laughs> yeah, but we got Tiger Cub. Uh, yeah, the first little bit of the movie. And then I was like, oh, these this team just accepted him because he tried killing this kid. That's cool. Um, it's, it's way strange, but it's whatever. What's weird is like, um, so the this and Daywatch they made two the two ones, and we're watching Daywatch for fucking next week because we're not leaving the story hanging. <laughs> um, they're based they're based on books, uh, and um, I I thought there were four books, and I couldn't remember what they were because I've read the first. Four. So like I looked it up today to see which ones they were, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's six now. I have two more books I have to read." Uh, but each each book tells like three or four different stories, and they all intertwine to become something at the end. So that's kind of what that first movie did. Uh, the first two movies don't even cover the first book, I think. So there's tons. Of oh really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they kind of finish out, but in the books, tons of shit happens, man. Fucking bear. I'm intrigued by these books. That's awesome. Um, let's see. It's everybody. It's kind of like everybody's a mutant, but their powers benign until like they trigger something to release it. Not everyone, but. That's in sense the people who do have it. There's some event that sets them off, and then they have to choose light or dark, and which way they're gonna go. So um, kind of like Deadpool that you love. What? Deadpool that you love? You said to me, "Fuck Deadpool, man." What does that have to do with Deadpool? I hate you. I hate you. Uh, uh, you love Deadpool. But, but uh, to bring your point of uh, that, you thought it was kind of. Uh, like a B movie level, uh, if I remember correctly, this was originally supposed to be a TV pilot, and they just gave him kind okay. of some more money to finish it. Uh, I believe the second one had a bigger budget, um, and it's uh, the director's first movie. Uh, it's Timor. He did Wanted and Ape okay. Lincoln Vampire Hunter. This is what he did before that. You see that now? Yeah. Right. But that's what it is. It's 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 low budget, but I think it's a super cool concept, and it's uh it's kind of stylish, and I don't know. I just like it. Mm -hmm. You definitely tell it's a Russian movie. I mean, they shot it in Russia, so a lot of the signs and everything is are in Russian, and and they all have pretty thick accents. Um, th there's just little touches of the movies, like you could just tweak a lot of things to make it a really great movie. Um, I think the concept is really what is phenomenal in this movie. Um, yeah. And when I remembered the twist, I was like, fuck, that's a really great. It's fucking smart. So, I loved it. Oh, man. And also, uh, uh, I hate people. to be one that just loves some movies. But uh, in, in the books, uh, the, the Yegor is not Anton's kid. So that's something they changed for the movie to do that twist in there. But I love Anton. I think actually uh, the character and what he goes through in the books. And I also really like the actor. Like, I think he's just super cool. I didn't like the movie. And then like, he started to kind of get his shit together. And I was like, all right, I'm on Anton's side. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you're that asshole that tried killing your kid. And I was like, uh, I mean, like, uh, I'd throw you under the bus. One, he didn't try killing his kid. He thought it was a random kid. You know, that's perfectly understandable. He thought it was the guy that his woman left him for his kid. Which, exactly. I mean, we've all been down that road. 
We've all yeah, tried I mean, doing I'm black like, magic to get rid of those kids and break them up. I mean, it's yeah. it's what happens. You go to that creepy Russian woman's house, and her little doll comes to life and attacks a shape-shifting bear. It happens. I mean, everyday life. So, <sighs> now to the main event. Some yeah. motherfucking more King Arthur action. Mm-hmm. Was this movie? This mile, this movie was a pile of shit. It's so bad. It is so bad. God damn you. God damn you all the hell. I fucking loved it. Why? I think it's just it really the tales. It's such a mess. It is such a mess. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, it's definitely a mess. It, it definitely could be tightened up. And uh, I think there was a lot of great concept with it. Um, I love the fact that they gave, they made the sword more, actually gave it its own don't, power. Don't, don't say it. When it, when it shined blue, like I hated it when it shone blue, but I mean, just giving it that distinction that it was like, it wasn't a mere mortal good. I mean, he was definitely fucking helped with some divine uh, but when yeah, he fucking took gave, on that, what? I was gonna say it gives him superpowers. It's the dumbest shit ever. Uh, first of all, it's fucking awesome because we all <laughs> want superpowers, and if you can wield a badass sword to give you superpowers, tell me you wouldn't do that. So dumb. Okay, go You're on. Continue sucking its dick. <laughs> uh, I love. The concept of the mages, um, they weren't just slingers, but they, they uh, could kind of talk to animals and like, but it wasn't necessarily um, did. Uh, I love that fucking giant eagle when it just fucking executioner. He's like, try getting that axe. Try it. Fucking try it. Come on. You're not going to take on a giant eagle. Tell me you're going to take on that eagle. Okay, I have a question for you. Question. Okay. We both saw the same movie, so there's no question there. How how did that movie cost $175 million? First of all, or it cost that much to make. Uh, probably a healthy cord of that was probably uh, was the his father was Eric Banner, right? Yeah, ain't fucking Jude Law and Eric Banner ain't pulling money from nobody. <laughs> Listen, they're gonna be like at least twenty million dollars a piece, and they're like, yeah, no. right. They I mean, they talked a million. Talked him down to ten, but <laughs> oh, um, and probably and. probably filming locations. Shit, ain't cost that much to fucking film, son. Uh, and that's you gotta also account for like the probably hundred million that the filmmaker just fucking embezzled. And also, that is a hundred and seventy-five million before marketing. Before marketing. That beats the hell out of me. Uh, it kind of sways my vote a little. I still very much love it, but... Somebody, somebody fucking stole a little bit of money there. Um, Two. Okay, so here's yeah, my I second just, thing. I think I just love the fairy tale, so... Um, can we talk about the charisma vacuum that Charlie Hunnam is, because this motherfucker should never be in a movie again. He is awful. What? Awful. Charlie Hunnam, I was? He was awesome. No, he's so focused on keeping his shitty accent going and trying to be a badass that he can't... (laughs) 
Uh, I don't think that's his. I think that's his killer accent, and I think he was trying to make sure to keep it tamed down a little. No, he's Australian. Wasn't that an Australian accent? No, that was a British accent he was doing. <laughs> it was like, it literally was like if Jack from Sons of Anarchy was trying to do a British accent. That's what it sounded like. Um, I think I feel like this movie was very much like Nightwatch, where it had good concepts. Whoa. Let's slow the fucking train. Relax. Let me get there. Let me get there. It's a B-movie looking. Um, but like of this weapon being something only certain can wield and it gets... I, I haven't seen that in a King Arthur tale. Um, I know that the tale is where this man becomes more than he can be people. But I think just giving it this little extra boost was a fun little concept to play with. So his uncle turning into fucking the dual Like, <laughs> immediately when they shown it was him, I was like, I would never be afraid of that guy. Definitely look badass with the dual sides, but I mean, here's the pro. Like, it's a movie that doesn't know what it is. It's trying to be the super generic fantasy movie that's awful, and then it takes two minutes every to try and be a Guy Ritchie movie, which is awful because, like, why was this King Arthur? This could have – take out the names, and it could have been anything. And it could have been an original IP. Because they don't give a shit about the story of King Arthur. They uh, don't. Uh, yeah. It kind of falls apart. I still kind of really liked it. It, it. it is very reminiscent of a Guy Ritchie movie where two, three years, it's definitely not going to hold up. Um, I was thinking about Rock and Rolla last week, and I was like, yeah, hold up. Uh, like, not only did this movie cost $175 million, which I'm never going to let go. I'm never going to let that go. It was supposed I mean, to be... Definitely... It was the first of proposed five film series. What? It was supposed to be the first of five movies. So explain. I to me. hope they make all five of them, but like, wow. One. Why, if they plan on doing five movies, did they try and do five movies in this one? Because they burn through so much story. It's ridiculous. Uh, maybe that's what they did, and like they shot that first movie, and like they were just like, oh. They're definitely not going to make us give us enough for another three or four of them. Let's re- do some reshoots and make the rest of the story we want to tell. Also, Londinium? Really? Londinium? That was the <laughs> dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll give you that point because that was definitely three. Three. Kung Fu George? There's just Asians doing Kung Fu all over this? They know Kung Fu. Who else are you supposed to learn it from? There's goddamn not four. Karate Kid. There's Vikings in it? Like, what movie is they trying to make? I don't yeah, understand. That's the story of King Arthur. He, he comes and saves England so the fucking Vikings can't overtake the land. Those were the Saxons from the other one. Yes, I know, but you can't throw all of this into the first fucking or origin story. And it was awesome. No, it didn't. And then, and then, and then, what the fuck? There's a giant snake? Like, what? Listen, listen. Have it. 
everyone is afraid of snakes. She said it early in the movie. Like yeah. snakes? What the fuck? Where did it come from? Where? Yeah, no, I got nothing. The giant fucking, fucking eagle carried it. You no, part the it? giant eagle. Maybe you need to go back and see it again and take notes. The giant eagle carried a giant snake in, and it tried to kill fucking Jude Law, and he cut its head off, and then a snake 17 times bigger burst through the door. Whoopsie. I guess she got me on that one. Yeah. Uh, but it was awesome. Place that snake with a dragon. All-star movie. If you replace this movie with Rain of Fire, I'm good. Oh, fuck. All right, I'll take that one. Son of a bitch. Fucking... There is literally one female character in this movie? No, there was like three or four. Three or four? Okay, there's one who does anything more than be murdered by Jude Law. Uh, you got that mage chick. That's it. Uh, and then you have the uh, traitor woman. What traitor woman? That's on sitting in the boat oh. with Jude Law. Sorry, I forgot. That's Bags, the one Jude Law didn't kill. The one he didn't kill. Sorry. Then he kills uh, his wife, yeah. his brother's wife, and his daughter. This was the Middle Ages. Side often. <laughs> Just shooting arrows at everybody. Was it the Middle Ages? Because it felt like 2001 London. That's what it felt like. Secondly, how awesome was the standoff with uh, when he fucking just created the cyclone and fucking tore shit up? No, no, no. <laughs> Not only awesome. no. He has Excalibur. You want to give Excalibur powers and like he like Eric Bana has it and he's like moving fire with it and like. Throwing, like, force pushes at people? I'm cool with that. I'm cool. But when it slows down time and makes you move so fast that you're teleporting between people and cutting arrows out of the air is bullshit, and I hate it. Listen, he's a different different generation. They have to have different rules, and he gets more superpowers. And also, also, how did he not know that he was King Arthur? Uh, uh, he was raised by prostitutes. Yeah, but when he I mean, watched his family, he watched his family. He watched his family be murdered. One, that wasn't a baby. That kid was like seven. And two, he had recurring nightmares about it. <laughs> Love about that is like. He fucking gets put on his dad's shoulder so he can just go clean through his fucking mom. <laughs> he turns around and then he fucking like, but he's like, shit. Uh. And fuck it. Fuck it. Don't see this movie, but I mean, I had a good time. <laughs> and then he plunge a fucking Excalibur in mine. All I'm saying is this movie is horseshit, and no, you know what? I mean, it, listen, totally a red box rental. Okay, have some fun with it. One hundred percent, a dollar rental from Redbox. I'll give it that. Enough. I'll take it. <laughs> a lot of fun with it. Ruin my world. And what the fuck, like? This is what that goddamn do. battle, that battle at the end, could you understand anything that was happening? Because I couldn't. No. <laughs> um, are you talking about where they squared off against each other? Yeah, when Jude Law becomes fucking something out of a fucking Blizzard cutscene in Charlie <laughs> uh, uh, 
yeah, that they if they slowed it down a fraction so you could see what the fuck was going on, uh, it would have made that battle a lot better. Uh, you get glimpses of oh fuck, he blocked that shot. Oh, he blocked that shot. Chopped it in half. I think he did. Yep, the slice is in two pieces. Yeah, four and, shots down the line. And then like they were hitting each other so hard, it became like red hot. I saw that right. That happened. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> awesome movie. Super awesome movie. Patience is watch everything from this week. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Uh, like, I want to like movies. I want to. I want to, like, actually enjoy. <laughs> Listen, in a year from now, we're going to be like, yeah, I wish I had a blue sword. Like, it's going to be a running joke with us. <laughs> Listen, I'll say it's a bad movie, but it's still a fun bad movie. I'm sure, well, like, a really awful, terrible movie. I don't, I have no idea how they spent $175 million making it. Boggles my fucking mind. It oh, looks like it costs about it. 40 It looks like it costs 40 and there's no one in it who would, like, get a salary. Maybe, like, fucking maybe they had to pay Game of Thrones. No, that dude may be getting a million. You know why? No, he's not. Because he was in the first five minutes of Dark Knight Rises. Ain't no way he got money for that. Dude does not get anything. So, see everything we saw. That's all good stuff. Um, yeah. I, I actually really enjoyed all four of these movies. Well, good. I enjoyed too. I will try being a little bit more critical. You don't have to. I'm glad you love things. I'm. I should probably try and like things more, but I'm very critical. Yeah, you should. You should see Guardians two again. Like, there's like, in like in Earth two, there's a version of me and you that are fused together that makes like the perfect representation of what media actually is. Because yeah. Oh man, that was a, that was a treat getting through that episode. Uh, I think next week's gonna be a little uh, because yeah. we have to watch Prometheus. Uh, Prometheus and the Alien Covenant and Daywatch. Yep. Or, and uh, then, I'll be tabling at a Comic Con this weekend. Luke will be sitting in with me. Well, and I'm sure we'll have some harrowing tales from that as well. When do you want to see the Alien Covenant? You want to see that Saturday, I, Saturday night? Uh, y- yeah. Uh, cause, uh, what's his name? Brett. Brett's coming down, and we're gonna go see it. So I've okay. Saturday. Uh, so watch all that stuff and watch everything from this episode. Good. <laughs> it's all it's, good tight ship. It's a big penalty. <laughs> so yeah, that'll get us through next week. And I think fuck is pirates after that? I'm not going to pirates. It's not happening. Oh come on, you wanna see pirates? I didn't see it the last one. It looks real bad. Come on. I didn't even see the last oh, one. We saw the last one. Ian no, McShane, the... I know we watched it together. What we did not. One? Yeah, and I have not seen it. You totally saw it. No, I didn't. It's where 100%. they fucking find the uh, Fountain of Youth. I have not no seen it. No idea how anybody could kill Jack Sparrow at this point. I have not seen it. Don't want to. I'm done. You should. Totally good. No, that I'm not. You cannot make me go see it. It won't happen. Make you? It won't happen. There's gonna be something else that week. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Wow. 
So Pirates Extravaganza of the week after. I am really upset. Like you're even saying, like teasing this. No. Fourth one or the fifth? The fifth. There's <laughs> a fifth. Also, I'm not seeing Transformers. No way. You can eat a dick. Listen, I want to be very clear about this. I ever of my body. I don't fucking want to see Transformers five. But God damn it, Hot Rod's my favorite goddamn Transformer, even though they're using Transformer they used from the last one. I have a lot of problems with it. But I see keep seeing that stupid trailer and like it's it pushes me a little bit more. So you have to make me not. I don't if you make me see pirates or transformers, this podcast is over. I will kill myself. <laughs> You will get a package of tape. (laughs) All we had to do was threaten suicide. I guess I won't be seeing Transformers and Pirates. It won't even be 13 Reasons Why. It'll be like two. Tape one, Transformers. Tape two, Pirates. Done. There's five of them. I'll be damned. I told you. I've huh. seen three, and that's more than enough. They get Karen Knightley back yet? Because they got Orlando Bloom back, didn't they? Uh, no, they got somebody that kind of looks like him. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with everything. I'm not seeing Pirates. What else comes out that week? I'm not, Something else has- I'm not seeing Pirates either. Let's check the movie Rama. Something else is coming out. You dodged that bullet, am I right? <laughs> you were the one saying you wanted to go. Oh, I said maybe we should. You were I like, I kind of really should. You were like, I kind of really want to go on a date and see it. Let's do this, and I said no. If we don't see pirates, we got to see Baywatch. I'll go see Baywatch. All right, I'm fine with that. Boom. Problem solved. Then it's the, the Mummy first three. That's going to be great. I haven't seen the second one. And also, what? quick story, when I was at the theater for to see fucking King Arthur, they played the Mummy trailer. And, uh, like, have you seen it? I'm sure it's played I've, before I've yours. seen the, like, first 20 seconds of it, and then I'm like, oh, fuck the mummy. Anyway, they played the mummy trailer, and this, like, 50-year-old dude, like, two rows behind me went, like, they shouldn't have fucking advertised it like that. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) Uh, I think when I saw it, uh, I had somebody, like, two two seats down was like, what the fuck's Brendan Fraser? And I fucking lost it. So. so next week is going to be Aliens Heavy. Uh, get on it. And let's party. Juices. <laughs>